You're listening to the Maritime Gardening Podcast, Episode 70, brought to you by Vessi Seeds and Safer's Gardening Products. Well, folks, it's uh, September 19th, 2018, as I record right now, and the garden is, uh, you know, in the in the throes of getting into that sort of late summer, early fall mode. A lot of plants are starting to look like they've uh, kind of uh, had it. And they're starting to finish up. Uh, most all my bush beans are done. Uh, my cucumbers are just about done. I made uh, probably my last couple batches of pickles just uh, a few days ago. Started them off anyway. Uh, I've picked almost all my beets. I've harvested uh, oh maybe half my potatoes. I got a lot lot more to do. Uh, my carrots and uh, parsnips are still going. Uh, sunchokes are still growing. Actually, they're still in bloom. In, fl- in fact, um, my uh, uh, day-neutral s- strawberries are producing uh, fairly well right now. Uh, the uh, seascape variety. And uh, what else? I have a lot of tomatoes coming out of the garden right now like crazy. And uh, uh, it's, it's a busy time. It's a very busy time to be out in the garden. Not a lot of work to do in terms of getting things to grow. There's no no weeding. No, uh, I use a permacultural approach, so I haven't done any weeding <laughs> probably since uh, uh, May, I guess, um, maybe June. Um, I really haven't done anything like that for quite some time. I haven't watered my garden since July. Um, you know, uh, all I'm really doing is going out there and harvesting food and trying to keep up with all of that. And uh, that brings me to the topic of today's podcast or this week's podcast, and that is the concept of the garden as a gym. Your garden is a gym. It's actually more than that. Uh, you think about all the things we look to in a gymnasium, I think you get that and more out of a garden. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, so let's just talk. I used to be a, a gym guy. Uh, I spent a number of years uh, as a person who lived in an apartment in a uh, urban area. And uh, during that period of time, I was a young guy, I was trying to, you know, keep myself in shape and uh, try to impress the ladies, <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, that was my, my mentality at the time. Um, so I'd go to a gym three or four days a week and uh, try to stay in shape and that sort of thing. I had a pretty physical lifestyle. I didn't have a car, so I had to bike everywhere and walk everywhere and all that sort of stuff. And staying in shape wasn't too hard. Um, you know, at some point, I got a house and uh, I started keeping a garden and the garden got bigger every year and within about a year of buying a house I never went to the gym again. Um, so what are all the things we go to a gym for? I'm just going to try to list these things and uh, if I miss a couple things please let me know. And remember you go to a gym unless you've got a gym in your house which you have to spend money on but if you don't have a gym in your house you go to a gym and you spend money to go there. Right? Oftentimes you not only spend money to go to the gym, gym membership, but you also have to spend money uh, on gas to get there and gas to get back unless you're taking the bus or something or close to your house or your apartment. So you go to a gym, you, you're going to get exercise uh, at some level, maybe some uh, sort of stress relief. Um, you get a little bit of stretching and limbering up, the flexibility, that sort of thing. Um, the sort of uh, concept of a lot of people my age, I'm, in my, I'm 46, preventative health maintenance, that sort of concept of you know, keeping your, you know, slowing the rate at which your body gradually falls apart, that sort of thing. 
how you go there you know and improve your cardiovascular fitness your 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 heart and your lungs and all that sort of stuff um and you 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 know depending on your age and and you know what you're looking for you're you're going there to either get some sort of light exercise or moderate exercise or even vigorous exercise you know there's a a fitness center not too far from where I live and some people just go there and walk around in circles there's like a, a large walking track some people you'll see uh, jogging around that track and it's the track that goes around the entire facility and some people just walk uh, you know some people walk very slowly some people will run the whole thing right um, and of course there's people that are going to the gym to uh, you know achieve uh, weight loss goals or maintain their weight or or whatever they're trying to get all uh, ripped up for some uh, you know vacation down south and they're going to be going around a, a bikini or a speedo or whatever <laughs> you know, all those sort of aesthetic type things that uh, become less and less interesting as you uh, get on in years I, I certainly could care less right now at this point in my life about things like that um, anyway uh, so I mean those you know, I may have missed a couple things, but th those are the things you you might go to a gym for, right? I mean, I think a couple other things I used to go to the gym. The gym I used to go to had a pool, so I could, uh, you know, work on my. Uh, I, I, mean, I used to do all kinds of weird stuff in the pool. I'd try to tread water using just my arms, and I'd try to tread water uh, using just my legs, and that's those. You know, those things might not seem uh, very meaningful, but if you do a lot of uh, snorkeling and scuba diving and things like that, it's it's handy to be able to keep your head out of the water with it, without using your hands right you can fix your mask and stuff like that I used to do stuff like that also the gym I used to go to had a a sauna so you could take a nice uh, hot sauna especially in the winter it's nice to you know go in there and get a good steam going that sort of stuff and and whatever purported health benefits are supposed to go along with that um, so, there's, so there's that right and I suppose uh, for some people it's uh, a social activity. I, I never went to the personally. I never went to a gym to socialize. Um, I I went there for myself, and uh, it's not a pleasant place. I w went to talk to people or meet people or anything like that. But that's me. Um, so now let's just talk about a, a garden by contrast, right? Um, oh, one other thing. I mean, you, you might go to gym and get light exercise or moderate exercise or vig vigorous exercise, right? You might just go for a walk or you might want to do something a little bit more uh, intense like, uh, and, you know, some light weights. Or you might do something really intense, right? You're doing deadlifts or something really crazy like that, right? So you got the whole gamut. Now let's contrast that and talk about a garden. Um, in, in my opinion, all the things I just listed, you know, with the exception of the sauna, <laughs> <laughs> and the socialization. Uh, there's no people in your garden usually. Um, except for me where I'm doing a YouTube video. I'm literally talking to uh, thousands of people. Uh, but really that's not socializing. That's just me talking to a camera. Um, but all those things I just listed for a gym, uh, really you can get those in a garden and there's a lot more. Right? You can get exercise in a garden, whether it's light, moderate, or vigorous exercise, depending on what you're doing. Right? If you're just going out and picking a few things, then you're getting some light exercise. But it, for those of you that watch my videos, you know, I don't really, um, you know, I'm not on a Hollywood set. It's just me and my camera. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm doing stuff and uh, you can see I've sweat right through my shirt. <laughs> and sometimes I've sweat through my shirt because it's hot. Other times I've sweat my, through my shirt because what I'm doing is, is physically demanding. Now, if you're on your hands and your knees digging up potatoes, I mean, you're stretching, you're straining, you're, you're moving, you're digging, using your hands and stuff like that. You're, you're working up, uh, you're, you're going to get hot. 
And if you see some of the videos where I'm out there uh, in the winter or very early spring when there's snow everywhere, and uh, you can tell I'm really not wearing that much. I'm not too bundled up. I usually have like a really thin hat on and, uh, you know, just a, I literally wear like a canvas jacket with um, a thin wool sweater underneath it, and I'm wearing that because if I don't, if I actually wear a winter jacket, so I'm, I'm out there in the winter or you know in the spring when it's you know maybe minus five or something like that, but I'm, I'm wearing fall clothing. But it's because what I'm doing is so physical, uh, I'll sweat right through if I wear a winter jacket. Um, so I mean, I've, I've got the range of, of exercise if I'm you know renovating a garden, turning one of my gardens into a hugo culture bed. Or if I'm getting more big rocks, or if I'm using big logs and stuff like that, I mean I'm getting a fairly vigorous exercise. Um, so you're getting your exercise, of course. Um, stress relief. Um, I <laughs> I certainly find I get much more, uh, and, I, and everybody's different, but uh, for me, going into the garden uh, is the best stress relief I've ever gotten in a form of exercise that I can think of. Um, I mean, I guess close to that would be, you know, going to a, a lake uh, after work and just swimming out into the middle of the lake and lying on your back and closing your eyes and just sort of, you know, f almost flying in the water with your ears half submerged in the water and just totally zoning out. <laughs> that's really, that's kind of nice, but you can't just do that whenever you want unless you live on a lake. Um, you know, you go into your garden, you get working on something, you get focused on that. You really forget about whatever, you know, petty concerns you have uh, about the day. Or, or even if they're not petty concerns, if they're really serious life situation type problems. Um, for the duration of time you're actually uh, attending to some task in the garden, at least I find uh, those things really aren't on my mind. I get a break from th those concerns. And I can just focus on what I'm doing and getting it done. And, and then when I'm done, I feel like I've done something. And so, you know, even that, in terms of a stress relief, uh, I think you're, whatever stress relief you, you would get in a gym from just getting exercise, in a garden, it's, it's, it's far more meditative because it's quiet and that sort of thing, right? Um, and I guess that brings to another point where in the garden you can, you can unplug um, to a to a degree you cannot do in a gym. You go to a gym, there's music. There's, you have some sort of upbeat music to like get you all jacked up, right? Um, there's no unless you you know bring a radio into your garden or something like that. It's it's just quiet. I mean, if I'm out there, all I'm hearing is birds and and insects and just quiet things like that. Really peaceful sorts of sounds. Um, so it, it's very meditative, and you're unplugging, right? Imagine you're in a gym and you're you're on a treadmill and you're staring at a television. And the news is coming at you. You're listening to all this uh, stupid, you know, uh, semi-real news about movie stars and what they're doing with their lives, and 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 you know all that sort of. You're basically watching someone tell you what millionaires are doing with their time. Uh, I could really care less. It's got no relevance to me whatsoever. Those people live in a different planet than me <laughs> in terms of uh, their problems, their solutions to their problems, and and, and whatever they're attending to. Um, also, one thing about the garden that you do not get in a gym is solitude. Um, I think it's uh, a commodity in in, in severe a severe shortage for many people today is to put yourself in a state of solitude, where it's just you and your thoughts in a quiet place, and you can just 
get a break from all the noise. <laughs> you know, if you're somewhere with uh, music blaring and, and people talking about nothing and, and televisions everywhere, you know, sending you uh, all these messages. I mean, most of the news shows is just about things to fear and, and sort of meaningless stuff. Uh, it's very rare that you actually get some useful information you can apply to your life. Um, it's nice to just unplug from all of that. So you get that, that all those meditative sort of benefits of the solitude and just unplugging and giving your eyes a break from a screen, giving your ears a break from the noise and that sort of thing. And there's no people. There's no annoying people in the garden. There's no people in general. Uh, you go to a gym, you might have, you know, especially for a lot of women, you got guys hitting on you, right? Hey, let me help you out with that, you know, that sort of thing. And so there's some people there that my wife certainly used to complain about that a lot. <laughs> um, you certainly don't have that problem, right? I mean, you're just, you're on, you're on your own. You're, um, it's just, it's, you know, you haven't got that problem. And there's also the, the point, and you certainly don't get this in a garden, you spend time in the garden, you, you end up saving money, right? Um, a, you save money because you don't have to buy a gym membership, and you got to spend a little money on, on various things your garden needs. But uh, I've done various uh, podcasts where I've talked about the net effect of keeping a garden. If you're doing it right, you get way more food value, the value of the food you grow, uh, out of your garden than you ever put into it if you're doing it right. Um, if you I mean if you're spending money hand over fist to to create and maintain a garden, you're, you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. Um, so you end up saving money on your grocery bill. A gym does not do that for you; it just costs money. Um, you're also getting a better quality of food than you could even buy, right? Uh, I'm always uh, really sad when I stop getting a particular thing out of my garden. For instance, um, really, my beans are getting towards their tail end. I harvested some this week and they really they're starting to, you know, the, the plants have just kind of had it. They're at their end and I'm not going to be getting any. I put down a lot of beans this year and, and even the beans I've blanched and frozen taste better than anything I can buy in the grocery store. But uh, it is kind of sad to lose that that item, right, that fresh thing. I remember when I, I picked my last uh, spinach I think it would have been late May or early June or something like that I can't remember exactly and I was like oh man I was really enjoying eating the spinach all the time right um, but the reason I enjoyed I was kind of sad to see it go sure I could still buy spinach at the grocery store but it's, it's, it's almost like nothing food you know I'm you know sure it has nutritional value but flavor wise I, I do not find the stuff I can buy uh, to be even close I'm sure if I went to a, a very high-end organic boutique, I could probably get some pretty good stuff. But the cost of that is incredible, right? Whereas, you know, uh, I I got a couple months worth of spinach for about two bucks worth of seeds and a bit of my time, a little, a tiny bit of my time. Um, that's an incredible uh, result. And you know, speaking to that, another thing you don't get in a gym is the overall improvement of your diet. Right. Once you get all this food, and I'm speaking to people that are keeping uh, larger gardens in, in general, but any level of garden you keep, any size of garden you keep, once the food starts coming out of it, you got to do something with that food. So you become compelled, in a sense, to start eating what's coming out of the garden, and you start adapting your diet and finding ways to eat all that stuff. Like uh, tomorrow for lunch, when I go to work, I'm going to bring a bunch of tomatoes. And I've actually got a jar of 
<laughs> a homemade mayonnaise at, in the fridge at work because uh, this time of year I got so many tomatoes I, I'm I'm eating them for lunch all the time just to use them up and I'm not eating uh, spaghetti or something like that something a little heavier right I'm eating much more uh, vegetable you know the, the proportion of my diet that's vegetable goes way up um, from about June onward right um, so I mean you get that that benefit you know just the the overall diet improvement and the quality of the you know if you do have a have a lot of vegetables in your diet you get a better quality of vegetable in your diet if, if you're you know if you've got a good garden and good soil and and you're getting good produce out of it and I guess also another thing you don't get in a gym because most gyms are inside right you're just you're just you're kind of like in an indoor prison <laughs> where you're where you're supposed to do physical work um, is uh, if you're in a garden you're outside right I I spend all day in a cubicle at work do you think I want to go and be like you know go to some uh, weird indoor place uh, and you know sort of move things around and work up a sweat I want to be outside I want to get some fresh air just like when you're a kid your parents would say go outside you remember how happy you were when you were a kid <laughs> compared to how you feel now right because life is just so difficult uh, there's something about going you know you, you finish your day's work and you you know, put on your jeans and you go out in your garden especially on the weekend I spend hours out in my garden um, not because I necessarily have to I just really want to get outside and there's something that does for you I don't know if the sun and the air and all that sort of I don't know if that actually does anything um, but it certainly in terms of association, mental association, right? It, it, for me, anyway, it it transports me back to the state of mind I was in as a child, where you were kind of carefree and you were just outside messing around with stuff. You'd find a stick and turn over some rocks and find some salamanders, and you know, you're just playing sort of thing. And you know, gardening is about the closest thing to going outside and playing that I can allow myself to do as a <laughs> as an adult, right? Um, and I guess connected to that as well, it's a productive activity, right? You go to a gym, you're just you're burning calories, and you're getting some exercise, which is good for your body, but it's not producing anything, right? It's producing revenue for the person that owns a gym, right? But you're literally using up money that you earned to pay someone else to go and move on a machine use your energy and the energy just sort of goes away <laughs> when you're in a garden you're using your energy to produce something that you can use that your family can use or you can share with your friends right you're getting something out of it you're going out there and maybe you're working up a sweat or you're getting a light exercise or whatever and you're getting all those other benefits I just mentioned and when you walk in you got a bowl of food right it's productive it's productive because it results in something. It results in something that's absolutely tangible. I mean, sure, going to a gym results in you feel good about yourself and and you know you get some self-esteem from achieving some some marker and so on and so forth. You can do all that in the garden as well and walk out of there with a bowl of food and save some money on groceries. So it's for me the, the kind of person I am, my kind of mentality. What what I value, and I can't speak for everyone, but I find that more rewarding. And I've done both. If you talk to my wife, I when she met me, I was just a gym guy. <laughs> I went to the gym all the time. 
Um, and now I, I, I couldn't, I, you know, that's the last thing I'd want to do. The last thing I'd want to do with a spare hour or two is go to a gym. Uh, I've got so many other ways to stay in shape that are more productive, that I enjoy more. Uh, so, I mean, to sum it all up, right, what am I, what am I driving on here? The garden is, or the gym is, and I, I don't want to make people feel bad that are going to a gym. I'm just trying to come at this from a different sort of angle, right, if you think about it. It's kind of a pointless energy burn, right? You're burning energy, and it's not really doing anything. It's not resulting in anything other than some, you know, intangible mental, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, physical outcomes. Um, but you're not getting something out of it in terms of a bowl of food, <laughs> right? Or a reduction in your grocery bill or, or what have you. Uh, the garden is a purposeful energy burn, if I can put it that way, right? You go out there, you burn the calories that are in your body, you get some exercise, and the result is food, right? And depending on how how uh, the scale you're doing it on and how organized you are and what you choose to grow, it, you can grow an incredible amount of food, right? Uh, I've done podcasts on, I think I called it the economic impact of gardening, and I've done back-of-the-envelope type calculations in my garden. I think I get anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 maybe even $2,000 a year worth of food. It really depends on the value you put on the food. I, all my estimates were really uh, conservative. I was basing the price of the produce I grew on on the, on the price of the sort of cheapest version of that I could buy in a store. But really, if I was to properly value the stuff I grow, because it's all organic, it would be almost twice what I might buy these things for at uh, a regular grocery store. Um, I don't buy organic food in the grocery store. I think it's a great thing to do, but it costs like twice as much as the other stuff. So, you know, when I run out of my own stuff, I just buy the same stuff as anybody else because uh, the organic stuff is incredibly expensive. Um, I'd like to buy it, um, but uh, yeah. Also, I don't really, it, it, to me, it's and none of it's as good as my stuff, <laughs> right? So uh, I don't really see the huge advantage. Um, other than, you know, supporting that industry and so on and so forth. But, you know, getting off topic here, um, that's my main point, right? Uh, your garden's a gym, and it's a very purposeful way to burn your energy. You're going to get so much more out of it than just going to a gym. So, you know, if you're ever thinking about making your garden larger or putting more into it, if you think about would you like to go to a gym or if you have gone to a gym in the past or so on, think about the time you spent there. Or think about people you know that are regular gym goers. Think about the amount of time they spend in a gym, maybe an hour a day. Imagine if you spend an hour in a day trying to turn your lawn into a food production uh, uh, facility, right? <laughs> How much more you'd get out of all of that. And you will get exercise, trust me. <laughs> right? I do, uh, if I have a heavy day on the weekend, I am sore the next day. So just some food for thought and uh, something to think about. Uh, another set of ideas. Uh, I hope you found that interesting and, and, and thought-provoking. And, and if it did, please uh, give me your comments. Let me know what you think. And uh, you know, like and share and, and tell your friends and let other people know. Um, I really want to thank you for uh, following on and continuing to stay with me with this podcast series. I, I enjoy doing it, and I really enjoy uh, the sharing of ideas and, and all of that stuff. So uh, 
want to thank you for your listenership. I really do appreciate it. Until next time, thanks for listening, and get out there and have fun in your garden. <laughs>